0: Hey everyone, so you want to know how to use Anchor, right? I'm here to inform, guide, and help you on how to use Anchor. Anchor is a phone app and hosting site owned by Spotify. It's the awesome idea to start creating your podcast by attempting to be the one-stop shop for podcasters without an extensive technical background. You can follow the vertical integration model, meaning that you can record, distribute, and monetize your podcast. Why are you struggling with paying a hosting site, which includes promoting your show with limited storages? Forget about it. It's the simple fact that Unlimited Storages is free. It includes recording, adding music, intros, outros, and uploading episodes. Plus, you get paid some money to put in your pocket through sponsorships with no minimum listenership. That's fantastic and magnificent, isn't it? These are the important things to create and make a podcast. You can download Anchor on your phones, tablets, laptops, and computers, or you can check out anchor.fm so you can get a head start on your podcast right now. Remember, if you have a dream of creating your own podcast, don't let anyone stop you from achieving your goals and dreams. If I can reach the amount of success, loving what I love to do in this career, podcasting field, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening and have fun with your podcast. Let's go. Yo, good evening, USA, Canada, international, Long Island, AK Strong Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Santa Island, Queens. This is your man, G Money Stacks, A.K.A. The Gregonator, YouTuber, host with the most, misunderstood lonely nomad, unstoppable independent podcaster, and rookie podcaster of Laurelton, Queens, New York. And you're rocking. And hanging with the sports edition show of episode forty-three of excellent, fun, vibrant talks podcast, live and direct from Streamyard, alongside with YouTube and alongside of the Instagram live feed of the podcast show page make sure you turn on your notifications so you can be in the know on when each episode is going to be dropping and when i'm going to be on instagram live recording each podcast episode on a weekly basis so um without further ado if you miss any previous episodes whatsoever don't worry i got your back i'll i'll fill you in on where you can listen to the episodes so um starting with youtube go ahead and grab that subscribe button for me on the youtube channel page of excellent fun vibrant talks podcast and tap the noni noni bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream plus be sure to um be sure to leave a like and a comment along with the episodes the, the, the sports episode topics and of course More of your content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes. In case you miss any any of the episodes, don't worry. Everything's gonna, everything's already uploaded to the YouTube channel page, so you can catch up. And before you even get to the new episodes, whatsoever. So, um, don't forget to tell a friend to another friend. Don't forget to listen, stream. Don't forget to stream watch the episodes download the episodes share the episodes share the videos and and of course spread the word to everybody and i'll fill you in on where you can listen to the episodes so in the meantime um you can make a charitable donation to my cash app to support this to support the shows that i do including the sports podcast the review show and my new york podcast that i that i am already on right now so um the cash app is dollar sign g money stacks 555 that's dollar sign capital g lowercase m-o-n-e-y capital s lowercase t-a-c-k-z 555. now once again it's not about breaking the bank it's all about doing the best you can as a human being on whatever amount of money you decide to donate and are comfortable with that you desire will be appreciated and also be sure to leave a five star rating and review on pod chaser alongside with pod friend apple Podcasts, along with spotify five star rating will be appreciated all right now without further ado um let's get to let's get to um the quick side bleacher bar as a as our trending segment right here of the sports topics right here so here it is right here um here it is <laughs> yes so unfortunately we got some sad news in the sports world whatsoever um let me just fill you in on on who passed all right so celtics legend and breakfast hall of famer bill russell dies sunday at the age of 88 his family announced from russell's twitter account in quote it is With a a very heavy heart, we would like to pass along to all of Bill's friends, fans, and followers. Bill Russell, the most prolific winner in American sports history, passed away peacefully today at age 88 with his wife, Janine, by his side. Arrangements for his memorial service will be announced soon. Bill's Bill's two state championships in high school offered a glimmer of the... incomparable run of pure team accomplishment to come twice in ncaa champion captain of a gold medal winning u.s olympic team 11 times in nba champion and at the helm of the helm for two nba championships as the first black head coach of any north american professional sports team along the way bill earned a string of individual awards that stands unprecedented as it went unmentioned by him in 2009 the award for the nba finals most valuable player was named after two nine excuse me two-time hall of famer as the bill russell nba finals most valuable Player award But for all the winning, Bill's understanding of the struggle is what illuminated his life. From boycotting a 1961 exhibition game to unmasked too long tolerated discrimination to leading Mississippi's first integrated basketball camp in the combustible wake of Medgar Evans assassination to decades of of activism Ultimately recognized by his receipt of the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2010, Bill called out injustice with an unforgiving candor that he intended would disrupt the status quo. And with a powerful example that though never his humble intention will forever inspire teamwork, selfish, excuse me, selflessness and thoughtful change. Bill's wife, Janine, and his many friends and family, thank you for keeping Bill in your prayers. Perhaps you'll relive one or two of the golden moments he gave us. Or recall his trademark laugh as he delighted in explaining the real story behind how those moments unfolded. And we hope each of us can find a new way to act or speak up with Bill's uncompromising, dignified, and always constructive commitment to principle that would be one last and lasting win for our beloved number six okay so um bill russell the nba great who anchored a boston celtics dynasty that won 11 championships in 13 years the last two as the first black head coach in any major u.s sport and marched for civil rights when martin luther king jr died sunday he was 88. his family posted the news on social media saying russell died with his wife janine by his side the statement did not give the cause of death but russell was not well enough to present the nba finals MVP trophy in june due to a long illness bill's wife janine and his many friends and family thank you for keeping bill in your prayers perhaps you'll relive one or two of the golden moments he gave us or recall his trademark laugh as he um delighted in explaining the real story behind how those moments unfolded the family statement said and we hope each of us can find a new way to act or speak up with bill's uncompromising, dignified, and always constructive commitment to principle, that would be one last and lasting win for our beloved number six. NBA Commissioner Adam Adam Silver said in a statement that Russell was the greatest champion in all of team sports. Bill stood for something much bigger than sports, the values of equality, respect, and inclusion that he stamped into the DNA of our league. At the height of his athletic career, Bill advocated vigorously for civil rights and, and social justice, a legacy he passed down to generations of NBA players who followed in his footsteps, Silver said. Through the, the taunts, threats, and unthink of, unthinkable adversity, Bill rose above it all and re- remained true to his belief that everyone deserves to be treated with dignity a hall of famer five-time most valuable player and 12-time all-star russell in 1980 was voted the greatest player in the nba history by basketball riders. he remained the sports um, most prolific winner as a as a player and an archetype of selflessness who won with the de- defense and rebounding while leaving the score to others often that meant will chamberlain the only player of the era who was a worthy rival for russell but russell dominated in the only stat he cared about 11 championships to two the native of louisiana also left a lasting mark as a black athlete in a city and country where race is often a flashpoint he was at the march on washington in 1963 when P- when king gave his i have a dream speech and he backed muhammad ali when the boxer was pillared for refusing induction into the military draft to be the greatest champion in your sport to revolutionize the way the game is played and to be a societal leader all at once seems unthinkable but that is who bill russell was the boston celtics said in a statement in 2011 president barack obama awarded russell the medal of freedom alongside congressman john lewis billionaire investor william no excuse me warren buffett german chancellor angela Merkel, and baseball great stan musio Bill Russell, the man is someone who stood up for for the rights and dignity of all men. Obama said at the ceremony, he marched with King. He stood by Ali. When a restaurant refused to serve the black Celtics, he refused to play in the scheduled game. He endured insults and vandalism, but he kept on focusing on making the teammates who who he loved better players and made possible the success of so many who would follow russell said that when he was growing up in the segregated south and later california his parents instilled in him the calm confidence that allowed him to brush off racist taunts (laughs) that can't be easy. that can't be easy um years later people asked me what i had to go through russell said in 2008 unfortunately or fortunately, I've never been through anything. From my first moment of being alive was the n- notion that my mother and father loved me. It was Russell's mother who would tell him to disregard comments from those who might see him playing in the yard. Whatever they say, good or bad, don't they don't know you, he recalls her saying. They are wrestling with their own demons. But it was Jackie Robertson who gave Russell a road roadmap for dealing with racism in his sport jackie was a hero to us he always conducted himself as a man he showed me the way to be a man in professional sports the feeling was mutual russell learned when robinson's widow rachel um called and asked him to be a pallbearer at her husband's funeral in 1972 she hung the phone up and asked must and i asked myself how do you get to be a hero to jackie robertson's russell said i was so flattered william felton russell was born on february 12 1934 in monroe louisiana he was a child when his family moved to the west coast and he went to high school in oakland california and then the university of san francisco he led the dons to NCAA championships in 1955 and 1956 and won a gold medal in 1956 at the Melbourne Olympics in Australia Celtics coach and general manager red um, um red our back are you all your back yes all your back so coveted Russell that he worked out a trade with the St. Louis Hawks for the second pick in in the draft. He promised the Rochester Royals, who owned the number one pick, a lucrative visit by the Ice Capades, (laughs) which were also run by the Celtics owner Walter Brown. Still, Russell arrived in Boston to complaints that he wasn't that good. People said it was a wasted draft choice wasted money he recalled they said he's no good all he can do is block shots and rebound and red said that's enough the celtics also picked up tommy um Heinson and casey jones russell's um college teammate in the same draft also russell joined the team late because he was leading the u.s to the olympic gold boston finished the regular season with the league's best record. The Celtics won the NBA championship their first of 17 in the double overtime seventh game against Bob Pettit's St. Louis Hawks. Russell won his first MVP award next award the next season, but the Hawks won the title in the in a finals rematch. The Celtics won it all again in 1959, starting an unprecedented string of 8 si- of eight consecutive NBA crowns. A six foot 10 center, Russell never averaged more than 18.9 points during his 13 seasons. Each year averaging more rebounds per game than, um, than points. For 10 seasons, he averaged more than 20 rebounds. He once had 51 rebounds in a game. Chamberlain holds the record with 55 um are you back retired after winning the 1966 um title and russell became the player coach the first black head coach in nba history and almost a decade before frank Robinson took over baseball's cleveland indians who now called the guardians shit boston finished with the second regular best regular season record in the NBA, and its title streak ended with a loss to Chamberlain and the Philadelphia Sixers 76ers in the Eastern Division Finals. Russell led the Celtics back to titles in 1968 and 69, each time winning seven-game 7, seven game playoff series against Chamberlain. Russell retired after the 69 finals, returning for a relative successful but unfulfilling four-year stint as head coach as coach and gm of the seattle supersonics and a less fruitful half season as coach of the Sacramento kings russell's number six jersey was retired by the celtics in 1972 he earned spots on the nba's 25th anniversary all-time team in 1970 35th anniversary team in 1980 and 75th anniversary team in 1996 he was held as one of the nba's 50 greatest players in 2009 the mvp trophy of the nba finals was named in his honor even though russell n- never won himself because it wasn't awarded for the first time until 1969 russell however traditionally presented the trophy for many years the last time in 2019 to um um kawi leonard Russell was not there in 2020 because of the NBA bubble, nor in 2021 due to the COVID-19 concerns. In 2013, a statue was unveiled on Boston City's City, City Hall Plaza of Russell, surrounded by blocks of granite with quotes on leadership and character. Russell was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1975, but did not attend the ceremony saying he should he should not have been the first African American elected. Huh. In 2019, Russell accepted his Hall of Fame ring in a private gathering. I felt others before me should have had that honor. He tweeted, "Good to see progress." Silver said he often called called um Russell basketball's Babe Ruth for how he transcended time. Bill was the ultimate winner and consummate teammate, and his influence on the NBA will be felt forever. Silver, Silver added, We send our deepest condolences to his wife, Janine, his family, and his many friends. His family said that arrangements for Russell's memorial service will be announced in the, in the coming days. So, yes, yeah, so S sleeping power uh rest in paradise to bill russell all right so um all right we got two magic johnson stories to get to um all right so this is from npr so let's get to it um on this week's episode of the limits, Jay speaks with the legendary Irv, Irv Irvin Magic Johnson, often called the greatest point guard in NBA history. Magic earned five, tit- five titles over the course of 13 seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers and changed the nature of the game, too. But before he w- was Magic, he was just Ir- Irvin, a kid from East Lansing, Michigan. He as he carved out a name for himself on and off the court. He learned how to navigate his public and private personas, but Magic's private life became very public in 1991. That's when he was diagnosed with HIV. He immediately retired from the game he loved, but he didn't back down. He became an outspoken advocate and entrepreneur. Magic, um spoke with jay about everything from his past rivalry with larry bird how he turned his devastating hiv diagnosis into an opportunity to educate the public and the importance of his investments in black and brown communities ultimately behind all his success is a man who loves to spend time with his family so on the difference between his two personas magic and Irving, magic Magic will tell what magic will tear your head off. Listen, you are trying to get something I want. I may be smiling, but you try to play cards and checkers and basketball and on and on. I'm a competitive, crazy guy. I love to win. That's magic all day long. Irvin is completely different. Magic loved the spotlight and loved people and the whole thing irvin loved to get away from that on the work ethic he learned from his father he said listen son if you do this job halfway everything everything in life you gonna gonna do halfway you gonna study halfway you're gonna practice basketball halfway he said i want you to go get that shovel break the break up that ice and get that trash out of that ice and put it on the truck like you're supposed to do. That's when my life changed. I'm I'm a perfectionist. I'm a workaholic. I love what I do. Um, let's see. Who else came in? This is shouts to pick up pick six with um with um Noah and Nick on the podcast. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Um, we're just covering some stuff here. So, um, if you have any comments on the sports topics that's going to be discussed in this episode, um, please feel free to jump into the comments on Instagram, on the Instagram live feed of excellent, fun, vibrant talks podcast. That's what T L K S stands for talks, nothing else. And, um, let's see. So, um, Yes, so on his leadership and legacy in basketball, um I think my legacy is defined by winning. I've won at every level and I didn't care about points. I just tried to put my teammates in a position where they could be successful and I understood what I had to do to win. So when I first walked into the Lakers, I already knew Jamal Wilkes, Norm Nixon, <laughs> and Kareem um Abdul Jabbar were the scorers. So I said, hey, let me just feed them the basketball, do my thing, and I'm good. So when the, the circle came out, like magic can't score. Larry Bird is averaging 25, 27 in his rookie year, and I'm only averaging averaging 17. And he dominated me for rookie of the year. I was I was so upset. Jay, because I said I could do that, but that's not my role here because it 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 won't put us in a position to win if I try to do that. On telling his wife Cookie about his HIV diagnosis, it drove me absolutely crazy going home from the doctor's office to our home. To tell her that I have HIV was the hardest thing I've I ever had to do, not knowing what she was going to do. Her reaction and sure enough, I got home and told her, I said, I can understand if you want to leave. You know, I get it. And man, she hit me so hard upside my head and she said, You know what? We're gonna beat this together. And that's when I knew I was gonna be here for a long time. If because if she had left, I would probably I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here in this interview right now. So, of course, you can follow Jay on his Instagram and Twitter and all the other stuff. Um, The Limits is produced by um Devon Schwartz, Max Um Freeman, Debra Um Motassim, Matas um, and Lean Lena Um Sands Jury. executive producers are Karen Kenny, Vera Lynn. Williams and Yolanda Sang a Senior Vice President of Programming and Audience Development and Anya Um Grundman. Music by Um uh, Rampton A-Rap loose A-Rap Louis, Um and you know the rest. Of course, you could check them out. I forget where they um where they do this, but you can actually check out the npr um youtube channel page you can go ahead and check it out make sure you subscribe to there as well another and other magic johnson news let's see um let's see so there are a few moments on twitter better than a magic johnson reaction tweet win or lose los Angeles lakers fans can't anticipate a tweet from magic full of his thoughts on the team he had been quiet early on but he finally came alive thursday with a pair of tweets after the lakers 0-4 start after his sudden departure as president of basketball operations in 2019 the former laker great has stayed tied to the franchise it was reported last season that um um that Jeannie Buss still lean on Johnson for insight on decisions. She confirmed the report last summer, citing the trust between the two. Johnson often um, doesn't hide his assessment of the Lakers, however good or bad. He praised the offseason moves by the Lakers, highlighting how the team has become younger and more authentic, no, excuse me, um, athletic. Now. Though he's not hiding his true feelings about the Lakers' slow start. And um, he said on Twitter, I'm agonizing over the Lakers' play, the lack of shooting, and the 0-4 record. If my Lakers don't start shooting better, this could be a long season for us Lakers fans. On the flip side, Coach Ham has done a really good job on the defensive end. We are playing with intensity and are a much more athletic team. An often positive um, person, um, Magic made sure to add something on the bright side. He was a big fan of head coach Dar- Darvin Ham's initial press conference, and it seems his love for the coach hasn't faded away. But like much, but like much of the Lakers now, only negative can be associated with their play and johnson isn't one to shy away from handing out criticism he points out to the lakers horrid three-point shooting through four games la is shooting 22.3 percent from beyond the arc easily the worst in the league the team directly ahead of the lakers the orlando magic who are shooting 29.9 percent a game from three um the last team to shoot below 30 percent from three in a season was the 2011 to 12 charlotte bobcats (laughs) who won just seven games teams will continue to clog the paint until the lakers prove they can knock down threes shots falling will create a different offense for opposing teams to deal with if they don't fall well magic's take is right that it might be a long season for the lakers of course magic gears advice to westbrook it's no secret that the the great lakers point guard came under scrutiny through his career especially early on opposing fans nicknamed the nicknamed him tragic johnson for his collapse in the 1984 nba finals The moment, though, became a turning point in his Hall of Fame career. Now, Magic is offering advice for for Westbrook, whose struggles continue even amid a new season and head coach. Johnson emphasized the guard has to take accountability for his struggles instead of hiding away from them in press conferences. Um, So... Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) There's also, um, there's also a poll that says, um, so, so fifty-one point six percent, um, responded with no, and forty-eight point four percent, um, basically said yes. So that's just, um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's gonna be well i hope the lakers could turn things around and stuff so we'll see um let's see uh <laughs> um let me see what else can we talk about if i didn't um miss anything yes let's go to lewis hamilton let's go to lewis hamilton um all right lewis hamilton Yeah, wait. I don't usually well hold on. Um, all right, so hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a minute here. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Um Okay, so Lewis Hamilton failed to secure a win all season as Mercedes struggled to match the pace of Red Bull and Ferrari. Um Yeah. Um Let's see. Lewis Hamilton has claimed suffering back pain at the at the Grand Prix. Um, at the Grand Prix, Grand Prix was his biggest memory from the 2022 F1 season. The seven-time champion selected an image of him grasping his lower back after the race as one of his only memories from a difficult campaign. Hamilton struggled to get out his car after the the checkered fret the checkered f- flag in Baku because of Mercedes extreme poor poison poor poisoning wow <laughs> wow oh man <laughs> moments after undoing his seat belts. Hamilton was seen grabbing his back before sitting down on his cockpit in invisible pain. Hamilton made the admission in a season review um, video for Mercedes' YouTube channel, where he and R- George Russell selected the best moments of the season. Reflecting on the incident, he said, I don't actually remember a lot of these photos. This one, I remember. This one, is the one i remember the most just because of the pain i was in that weekend i went lower than um russell on the rear ride height it was much worse on my car but painful for both of us wow yeah um so russell backed up hamilton stressing he was also suffering from similar issues early on in 2022 he added the car was so difficult to drive especially at the start of the year with the bouncing it wasn't where we wanted it we wanted it to be after the race hamilton admitted he was biting down on his teeth in agony and stressed he was praying for the race to finish mercedes has struggled with poor poisoning at other races in 2022 but the issue worsened for the team hamilton explained i was just holding and biting down on my teeth due to the pain and the adrenaline helped i cannot express the pain that you experienced particularly on the straight here at the end you are just praying for it to end um let's see okay the Briton later claimed he would have failed to meet the fia's 10 second extraction test due to the extreme the extreme pain mercedes boss Toto wolf had raised fears that hamilton could be out of action in canada due to the scale of his injury hamilton did not hamilton did compete in the next race weekend but his pain was used to push for major changes to the regulations the fia relented a week later introducing a minimum ride height for all cars from the belgian grand prix however red bull boss christian horner (laughs) hinted that hamilton was putting it on the on to force rule rules changes when asked what he would do if he was in mercedes shoes horner replied tell tell them to tell them to bitch as much as they could over the radio and make a big make it as big an issue out of it as they possibly could hmm yeah that's kind of crazy that's really crazy though but um but that's that that's that's really crazy though man unfortunately um yeah anyway so all right we're gonna get into we're gonna get into a little thing hold on a second Hold on a second here. Um All right, um just give me a moment. Just bear with me folks. Um All right. Okay, we're gonna get into all right. We're gonna get into some um, um, met stuff right here. Um, all right. So, so we need to talk about um the whole situation with um the whole situation with Jacob DeGrom no longer. In case nobody didn't know, Jacob DeGrom is is no longer a Met, so we're gonna get into um how hold on a second. We did we're gonna get into it. Uh let's see. We'll get into it though. Um which is crazy. Um let's see. We're going, oh wait, 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 wait. Um. Yes, yeah, so Jacob Degrom um did a press conference. So check this out. So f- file this under, and this is from AM NY com the website that i'm using follow this under one of the weirdest weirder sites in sports jacob Degrom sitting in a texas rangers jersey and cap at the introductory press conference on thursday afternoon the two-time cy young award winner who spent his first eight professional seasons with the mets becoming one of the best pitchers of this generation inked a five-year 185 million dollar deal last week to end his queen's tenure in free agency that's not an e- and he said in quote that's not an easy decision um the ground said on thursday i've spent the first eight plus years with the new york mets i have to thank them for for that they'll always hold a special place in my heart my wife's heart my kids from, on, from ownership to my teammates there and the fans, ultimately, they made me feel welcome there. They played a big role in my career. There will always be a special place in my heart for the New York Mets and their fans. Per reports, DeGrom didn't give the Mets much of a chance to make their best and final offer to potentially retain him. Granted, it would have been unlikely for a team that has other aspects to address to maintain a, one, a one-on-one win pace from last season to offer that many years to the 34-year-old with recent injury issues. It's just part of the business of baseball, DeGrom said. Seeing what Rangers GM Chris Young and manager Bruce um, Bocce were building, it was something I wanted to be a part of down in texas the ground will be the poster child of a team that has never won a world series and is trying to expedite a rebuild that hasn't included a postseason appearance in six years but after spending nearly half a billion dollars last year on marcus um senior and corey seager the grom sees the promise in arlington going through the process you set. You set up meetings with teams, and whenever I found out the Rangers were one of the, one of those teams, I was really excited. Getting on a call with Young and Bocce and hearing the vision of what the Rangers want to do and ultimately the vision here of bringing a World Series here, that's the goal. Winning a World Series, these guys all had that same vision, and it lined up with what i wanted to do they showed a ton of interest right at the start and the feeling was mutual um let's see what billy epler has to say okay billy epler um so billy epler's final reaction to jacob degrom's departure last week was to send him a congratulatory text. He made a decision that made sense for him and his family, and I wished wished him well. The Mets general manager said Monday at the winter meetings. Told him, I will miss seeing you on a regular basis, but that was it, and congratulations. Epler declined to provide specifics about his offer to DeGrom and whether he was disappointed the right-hander didn't give the Mets an opportunity for a final p- proposal the Grom received a five-year deal from Texas worth 185 million dollars the contract includes a six-year vesting option that could increase the overall value to 222 million dollars um I am not going to get into any details on Jacob's situation, episode. said. We talked a number of times. We talked every single day leading into the week. But beyond that, I am not going to disclose any details. He's a great pitcher, and he gave Mets fans a lot of good memories. We wish him the best and happy he was able to make a decision that he felt was best for him and his family. We will miss him um justin verlander's deal with the Mets is still not official so epler wouldn't discuss the team's decision to add the 39 year old ace on a two-year contract worth 86.6 million dollars epler was asked if yeah epler was asked if the mets had a had the capacity to pay two pitchers max scherzer um is the other upward of 40 million dollars annually and still address other deficiencies um you just have to get creative in other areas and be open to do doing things in the trade market if they present themselves apple said and you just try to see where some value can present itself um of course obviously um brandon nimble is meeting with teams this week Eppler was asked where things stand with the free agent outfielder um this there is still dialogue with nimble he said rangers manager bruce bocce spoke with the before thanksgiving on a zoom call and was impressed with the message um we're gonna get into brennan we're gonna get into brendan nimble in a future episode actually um in a future episodes so we'll we'll cover that um i think what i got from him is how really committed he was to playing on a winner Bocci said he liked the fact that we were in the process of building a winning culture in texas a very humble man he just wants to pitch a, and, and a guy who that also wants to be a good teammate who was excited to listen to what we had to offer him. On his podcast, Flipping Bats, Ben Verlander said his older brother, Justin, um, was given assurances the Mets aren't finished with their off-season work. This isn't the end for the Mets, and Justin was told as much. Ben Verlander said, this isn't the end, and yes, there is a very good core there, and the roster on paper is good. This team, as it sits right now, would be a winning team. But this team we see right now, this roster we see, would not be the same team we see on opening day. I truly believe that. And I know that it's going, going to be the case. And Justin is just so pumped up. Um. Okay, let's see what we have um another topic to talk about let me see just see hold on a minute hold on um okay all right um let's see let's see let's see let's see oh wait a minute here Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. There is, hold on a minute. There was, there was something else that I wanted to talk about too. Hold on a minute. It was something else. Something else, something much else. Something much else something much else okay let's see um let me see let me see let me see wait, 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 wait. um well, it's obviously damn yeah um hold on a minute hold on a second Hold on. Hold on a second here. Something much else. So, NFL season? No. Wanted to talk about the NFL app actually. That's what I wanted to talk about. Um. Hold on a second. Uh, okay. All right. NFL app. OK. So let me see. Let me see. Of course, let me just say. So this is the NFL app right here. Um, and this and wait a minute here. <sighs> wait a minute. Go up. Oh, this is the end. Okay. So, all right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's not what I want. To do, oh Lord, um, yeah, forgive me, folks. I was trying to look for some information about the NFL. Okay, so, so it was like an NFL app, phone app, actually. Um, damn. well
1: um
0: 3 days wow okay all right so yeah so um all right Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um. Yeah. Why do we even, oh, uh, jeez. Um. sorry about that okay free NFL app okay here it is so the NFL app um. Oh NFL plus app okay okay uh, all right so um the days of streaming your local nfl teams games for free on your mobile app wait hold on no 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 no, this is crazy nfl on your app store so let me just uh all right all right all right um the nfl app let's get into it so what's new damn the nfl app it's uh okay the nfl mobile app is the perfect app for football fans with up-to-date information about your favorite team you can always have access to the latest news in the football world of course, Verizon Wireless fans have all have also have access to paid features like live streams. Uh, okay, so this is for not only um this is not only for um so this is also for Android as well, not just iPhones. So made for football fans, of course. Um, there's so much information in NFL Mobile that any football fan will not be disappointed After selecting your friend. Your, excuse me, your favorite team. You can also f- follow all their stats over the course of the season. Combine that with news, news streams, fantasy football leagues, and scores of games. There's not much missing from the app. Verizon Wireless customers can pay to unlock premium features like live games on nfl network and um mbc sunday night football this is this is great for the extreme football fan who wants to be able to watch football games anywhere Um, that's combined with verizon while the general information of the app like favorite teams and news is helpful the exclusive uh verizon features are best for the connected football fan even though these features cost money it won't mean much to the pure football fan who keeps track of information for their favorite team or needs to watch updates for each team um while some sports apps connect to general content nfl mobile really opens the door to all the information about what's happening during the football season um selecting your favorite team to keep track of them all season is excellent and premium features will keep fans happy if they are willing to pay i highly doubt it i highly doubt it though man you know i mean i highly doubt that um let's see that's what i wanted to talk about um okay so we got um we we have some predictions for the 2022 to 23 mlb free agents with season approaching well let's see of course obviously for mlb fans of teams that have fallen out of the postseason race the focus has already turned to the rapidly approaching offseason and what promises to be another exciting free agency circus um, headlined by Aaron Judge and Trey Turner as the regular season winds winds to a close and before the playoffs begin. All right. Well, this is a little recap, actually. Um, it's it's time for another quick round of free agency predictions for the off season ahead. It's a mix of projected landing spots, contract estimates, opt out decisions and even an international target to know. And, of course, obviously, we talked about... Um, okay, so obviously... <clears throat> so opt-out, um, of course, obviously, expect to see Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Jacob DeGrom, Carlos Rondon, and Justin Verlander all exercise their opt-out clauses or decline their player option to become part of the 2022-23 to 23 free agent class. From that group, only Bogarts... Um four years, 80 million dollars. And career two years, 70.2 million dollars. Um, are leaving multiple years worth of guaranteed money on the table. verlander has a 25 million 25 million million dollar player option for 2023. While Radon Has a $22.5 million salary with an opt-out that vested when he reached 110 innings pitched. The most complicated situation is DeGroms, as he has a $30.5 million player option for 2023 and a $32.5 million club option for 2024. While and while there were some questions as to how his market would look given its recent injury issues, those have largely have been answered with his fantastic return. Digging a bit deeper Met star Taiwan Walker, six million dollars also looks like a good bet to decline his player option and test uh, the market. Of course opt in. Uh, so who does that leave to this, uh, to decide against opting out? The big one is Nolan Arenado, who did not exercise his opt-out a year ago, but has another has another one this winter. He is owed $144 million over the final five years of his contract. And with no indication that he is anything but happy in St. Louis, a reworked deal seems more likely than a straight opt-out. Boston Red Sox ace Chris Sale is also a lot to opt into the final three years and $75 million on his deal given his recent injury woes. Um, According to Bob... um. Nightingale of USA Today: The Chicago Cubs and Philadelphia Phillies are both expected to walk away with one of the market's top free agents, shortstops this winter. The Phillies can decline a $17 million club option on Gene Segura and shift Bryson stock to second base to clear a path, while slick fielding Nico um Nico Hor- Horner can easily move to the other side of second base to accommodate a major shortstop signing. With all due respect to Xander Bogarts and Carlos Carrera, who are both elite level players, Trey Turner is the best shortstop on the market this winter with contractability. Um, Of course, 304 BA, 18.0 K percent power, 125 OPS plus 38, 38 um two doubles 20 homer homers speed 25 93 and the and defense in the midst of a 4.8 war season Uh, okay the 29 year old might not be able to match the 10-year deal that that 27-year-old Corey Seager landed last winter, but he could make a run at becoming the next 300 million-dollar player with an double AAV exceeding the 35.1 million-dollar figure that career lasted secure last offseason, um, especially if the Cubs and Phillies both pencil him into the number one spot on their wish list rafael montero has been been a revelation in the houston astros bullpen the season posting a 2.34 era 1.02 whip and 9.6 um k slash nine while tallying 13 saves and um, 20 holds in 64 appearances. Once a top prospect in the New York Mets farm system, he re- reinvented himself as a reliever after flaming out as a starter. But after struggling to a 6.39 ERA in 44 appearances last season, his MLB future was cloudy at best. His ninth 19- 96.4 miles per hour fastball velocity is a, a career high and he has generated a 34.7 percent with rate with the pitch for ana- analytically driven teams he also has some of the best batted ball data of any pitcher in baseball this year they're regularly seems to be pitchers who land a contract well beyond expectations um john gray um 56 million dollars with the texas rangers last year Drew, drew jim pomerans 34 million dollars with the san diego padres a few years ago Tyler Chatwood. Um actually hold on. Four year, four year, fifty-six million dollars, four-year thirty-four million dollars, and three year um $38 million with the Chicago Cubs during the 2017 and 18 offseason. Don't be surprised if Montero lands a deal well beyond any first blush expectations this winter and um japanese league star um kodai senga shakes up the pitching market it will likely still be a few plays before we see budding japanese league superstars roki um sasaki who's 20, 20 20 years old and um Mune taka Mira Kami, also, also um, 22 years old, as potential options to make their way stateside. But there is at least one star poised to make the jump from Japan. Of course, right-hander uh, Kadai Singer has been one of Japan's top pitches for the better part of the decade, going 103-51 to 51 with A 2.3 ERA, 1.10 whip, and 1,472 strikeouts in 1,327.2 innings with the South, excuse me, the Soft Bank Hawks. This season, the 29 year old has gone 10 10 and 6 with a 2.00 ERA, 1.02 whip, and 145 strikeouts and in 135 innings. He has an opt out in his current contract with the Hawks um, following the 2022 season. And John Morosi of MLB Network reported in August that he is expected to exercise that opt out to explore MLB opportunities. With a plus fastball and lethal splitter, he has a chance to shake up the pitching market this winter if he opts out, as expected. Atlanta Braves extend, um, Dansby Swanson before he hits the open market. Okay, um, John Heyman of the New York Post reported in mid-August that the Atlanta Braves have opened extension talks with shortstop dance Dans Dansby Swanson. 28 year old is enjoying the best season of his career hitting 280 335 443 for a 115 ops plus with 30 doubles 20 home runs 88 rbrs 93 runs scored and 17 steals in a 4.9 war season that has nearly eclipsed the past three years combined rookie um, Vaughn Grissom played primarily shortstop in the minors, and he's currently keeping second base warm for Ozzy Albie's. However, most expected him to move off of shortstop in the majors, and his long-term um, home could be in left field with Austin Riley and Matt Olsen locked in at the at the corners. With that in mind, there is not an immediate in-house replacement for Swanson at shortstop if he were to depart. The six-year $140 million deals that Trevor Story and Avi Baez signed last winter are a reasonable starting point in negotiations. However, both of those players had a longer track record to success so something closer to six years and a 100 to 120 million dollars might be agreeable to both sides um similar to when the san francisco giants locked up hunter pence in late september 2013 before he had a chance to hit the open market Expect the Braves and Swanson to hammer out a new deal before free agency starts. Um, of course, um, Edwin Diaz, five year, $86 million deal that um, Aroldis Chapman signed with the New York Yankees prior to uh, the 2017 season, still stands as the largest contract ever given to a relief pitcher, but not for much longer. edwin diaz figures to eclipse that mark this off season on the heels of a truly dominant 2022 campaign and his and given his age the track record of success a 100 million dollar deal is very much in the realm of possibility 28 year old has a 1.40 era 0.87 whip and 17.1 um uh what is it k out of nine with 31 saves and 34 chances this year and he's he has struck out an absurd 107 of the two the 218 batters he has faced thanks to his lethal fastball fastball slider combination with 204 career saves and a rock solid 2.96 ERA and 14.8 K, K out of nine in 400 appearances. The reputation stuff and recent performance are all in place for him to become baseball's first 100 million bullpen arm. Will it be the Mets who cut the check? Hmm. We'll, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens in the future. Remains to be seen. Of course, Aaron Judge turned down um a 7-year 213.5 million dollar extension offer just before opening day and now the the question is not whether he will match the offer but just now just how far ahead beyond how far beyond it his asking price will climb. The 30-year-old is putting together one of the greatest contract years in MLB history as he looks to etch his name in the New York Yankees single season record books while leading the majors in a number of offensive categories. After playing 148 games last season, he has been healthy once again this year, and that will have as big of an impact as anything on his bargaining power after he played in just 63% of the team's games during the three-year stretch from 2018 through 2020. Those injury concerns could keep offers from going any higher than the seven years that the Yankees initially offered, but the annual value of the deal is going to climb considerably thanks to his MVP caliber performance. A seven-year 280, million dollar deal would make him just the second player in mlb history with an double av of 40 million dollars joining max scherzer whose deal was only a three-year pack with the new york mets uh let's see there's some more stuff to talk about here actually um some more some more Mets stuff to talk about um, and this one is pertaining to Dom Smith. Unfortunately, Dom Smith has gone from Mets first round draft pick to intriguing prospect to disappointment, and now his time with the Mets is coming to an end. The team planned to non-tender him before the Friday night deadline. The post, um, John Heyman confirmed Smith, age 27, will be a free agent at the consecutive rough seasons in queens it has been quite a downfall for smith who was the mets first round pick 11th overall in 2013 the same draft um in which aaron judge went to the yankees at number 32 hang on a second hang on a minute here shout outs to it's a hard not life podcast for viewing this thank you very much um smith made his mlb debut at 22 and showed signs of developing into a threat at the plate in 2019 when he had an ops of 890.891 in 197 plate appearances um he was even better in the covert short and 2020 season with an ops of point 993 in 50 games good enough to finish 13th in the nl mvp voting but smith failed to follow up those years with much success with Pete alonzo at first base smith didn't have a natural position and didn't hit well enough as a dh a partially torn lebron in his and his shoulder impacted Smith's um, effectiveness in 2021 when he was among the Mets, no, excuse me, the biggest disappointments on the team as his power plummet, plummeted. Things only got worse this past season. He opened the year platooning at DH with JD Davis, who got traded, of course, and was eventually um, demoted to A Syracuse smith had two years of arbitration left and the decision to move on from him seemed likely when the Mets opted to pick up fellow lefty swinging daniel Volkerback's 1.5 million dollar option among the teams that may be interested in signing smith are the rays and royals according to the post mike puma he is still young hits left-handed and has shown flashes before the first base market is not particularly robust especially after anthony rizzo signed to stay with the yankees joining smith on the free agent market are jose abreu josh bell yuli um Guerrilla, and trey mancini with the Astros and Padres perhaps looking for additions at the position as well. Per the per the post, Joel Sh- um Sherman, the, the Mets plan to t- tender their other arbitration eligible players, Pete Alonso, Luis Guillerme, Joe, Joey Lechassis, Jeff McNeil, Tomas Nito, and Drew Smith. And now, um Mets hired eric jaggers um eric jaggers strong background in biomech biomechanics excuse me and movement science stood out as the mets considered him for a top development position uh the 27 year old um jaggers who spent the last two seasons as res assistant pitching coach has joined the mets as their director of pitching development general manager billy epler said tuesday at the gm meetings jaggers will um oversee the mets um minor league pitches working in conjunction with the major uh major league pitching coach jeff jeremy hefner before his red stint, Jaggers worked for Driveline Baseball, a performance center that uses research and events data to help players. um What we're trying to do, regardless of this hire or any hire, is really serve the players, epless said. You just want to be able to answer every question. So if a player has questions, for you want to have them talk to somebody somebody from a technical expertise and maybe from a psychological expertise if we can really have that diversity of thought we should be able to we should be able to serve the players for what they need hefner had a large had a large say in hiring jaggers according to epler hefner actually went through all the interviews for all the candidates apple has said we're ha- really happy to get eric on board and watch him kind of implement his vision and give him all the tools and latitude and the sync uh, the synchronicity no hold on the synchronicity. synchronicity um he had with jeremy hefner was a major factor in him getting this job yankees general manager um, brian cashman who could be in the market for a closer was asked about his surprise level that the mets completed a deal so quickly with edwin diaz who agreed to a five year contract worth 102 million dollars before hitting free agency i made the assumption all year long they were going to retain their guy you but you never know cashman said he had a hell of a year an amazing season that he put together and that trumpet uh, is pretty option too epler won't discuss the diaz deal until it becomes official diaz was expected to take a physical on tuesday Epler acted quickly to fill many of the mets needs last off season with a lockout looming but realizes he could be in store for a marathon this winter if anybody wants to turn this into an nba free agency or an nfl agency i am all for it apple said uh let's see let's see uh okay francisco alvarez brett beatty let's get into that um New York Mets prospects, Francisco Alvarez and Brett Beatty have been named to minor league baseball's double A all star team for 2022. Minor league baseball revealed its end of season award winners and all star teams early today. Covering all three double A circuits, the winners and all star teams are based on votes. Cast by managers throughout minor league baseball. It should come as no surprise that Alvarez and Beatty were honored. Alvarez was voted in as the catcher, and Beatty made the all-star team as the third baseman. Uh Mets prospect Mark Vientos was previously named an all-star in Triple A. Both Alvarez and Beatty absolutely raked. The Miners in 2022 cementing their status as blue-chip prospects and ultimately fast-tracking their respective path to the majors. Both players made their major league debut for the Mets in the latter stages of the 2022 season. Alvarez enjoyed such a stellar year that he propelled himself to the top of the pile as the number one overall prospect in all of baseball while establishing himself as the catcher of the future for the Mets. The Phenon Slugger hit 277.368.553.922 uh, 0.553, 0.922 for double double A Big Binghamton, to go along with 18 home runs, 16 doubles, 36 walks, and 47 RBIs. He hit at a high level as Triple A Syracuse before playing in five games for the Mets at the end of the year. The catcher hit one home run, one double, and one RBI in 14 appearances in the Bigs. And his inclusion as catcher in the 2022 Double A All Star team caps off what was a special and defining year for the power hitter who could become an everyday catcher in the majors in 2023. Like his fellow like his fellow high highly regarded prospect um Baity also put together a remarkable 2022 where his ability to hit really stole the headlines. The lefty bat went on an absolute tear for Double-A Bing, Binghamton, slashing 3.312 for 406 with 106 hits, 19 home runs, 22 doubles, 46 walks, and 59 RBIs. The 18 overall ranked prospect in baseball translated his hitting ability to AAA before being called up to the majors where he hit a home run in his first career at bat, Beatty hit, .184, .244, .342, .586, Point one eighty four, point two forty four, point three forty two, point five eighty six, with two home runs and five RBIs in forty two plate appearances for the Mets. While he struggled in the field and at the plate at times, the twenty two year old still projects to be a very productive everyday player at the major league level sooner rather than later. Hmm. All right. Um All right. What's this about? Um Hold on a second. All right. So, let's see. Another Mets news, Mets requ- re- reliever um they required um Brooks rarely from the Rays. The Mets have re- acquired left-handed re- relief pitcher Brooks Relay from the Tampa Bay Ray for minor league pitcher um, Keyshawn Askew. In 53.2 innings across 60 appearances last season, the 34-year-old Southpaw posted a 2.68 ERA and 0.969 whip to go with an impressive strike, no, impressive 33% strikeout rate. Left-handed batters also hit just one point 155 against him it was the best season of the journeyman's career which included stops in chicago cubs houston astros and cincinnati reds organizations as well as korea he will likely be the front runner to replace joely rodriguez the left-handed reliever who signed with the boston red sox this offseason after hitting the free agent market That means high leverage. Late-inning situations uh, against the opposition's best left-handed batters are likely in the cards for Rayleigh. Interesting. And also in Mets news, they also signed Jose Quintana. Yes, so as the Mets await a potential larger splash for... The rotation, a veteran left-handed pitcher has joined the mix. The club agreed to terms with Jose Quintana on Wednesday on a two-year contract worth $26 million, according to the industry sources. Quintana, age 33, was the second starting pitcher landed by the Mets at the winter meetings, joining Justin Verlander, the rotation replacement for Jacob DeGrom. Still on the docket is the possibility of Kadai Senga, a Japanese ace would, who would slot in behind slot, um Max Scherzer and Verlander in rotation. The Mets are among a handful of teams showing serious interest in Senga. Quintana, a native a native in, of Colombia spent last season with the Pirates and Cardinals and pitched to a 2.93 ERA and 32 starts combined for the two teams. Left The lefty doesn't possess a big fastball, but excels in getting batters to chase pitches and the average exit velocity of 86.5 miles per hour. Against him, ranked in the 89th percentile among MLB pitchers last season, according to that cast in 165 to 23rd two innings, he struck out 154 and walked 47. Quintana began his major league career with the White Sox and has since pitched for the Cubs, Angels, and Giants. In addition to his two teams last season, his professional career began with the Mets, who signed him as a free agent in 2006 and assigned him to the rookie. Um, Level Venezuelan Summer League. Quintana also uh, pitched in the minor leagues for the Yankees. Quintana gives the Mets a back end of the rotation arm to join Carlos Cookie Carrasco, whose $14 million option for next season was picked up last month by the club. However, the Mets could look to trade. Carrasco if another starter is acquired. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. The team's rotation depth includes David Peterson and Tyler McGill, um, along with Joey Lucchesi, who missed last season rehabbing from Tommy John surgery, but there is still a void in the middle of the rotation the Mets could address with Sanga if not by pivoting toward options such as Russ stripling and Chris bassett. Um, other starters with whom the Mets were involved at the winter meetings, most notably Jameson um Talion, Talon and Andrew um Hianney came off the board um Taylor, the former Yankee, received a four-year deal worth $68 million from the Cubs. The lefty Heaney received a two-year deal from the Rangers that could be worth as much as $37 million with incentives. Another potential option, Taiwan Walker, who pitched the last two seasons for the Mets, received a four-year contract Worth $72 million from the Phillies. The rotation has remained a focal point for the Mets following Jacob DeGrom's departure to Texas last week on a five year contract worth $185 million. It's a deal that included a six year option that could push the value to $222 million. Taiwan Walker also left. In free agency, agreeing to a four years, um, seventy two million dollar deal with the Phillies, the Mets instead took the money they were offering the Grom, um, of course, roughly one hundred and ten million dollars over the three years, and slotted it toward the thirty nine year old Verlander. The Mets reached agreement monday on a two-year deal with verlander last season's um american lee sign young winner award winner worth 86.6 million dollars the contract includes a third year option for an additional 35 million dollars carlos redon was also on the Mets' radar before the winter meetings but the team is less likely to pursue him given the price tag and the fact that the left hander received a qualifying offer if the mets sign Radon, they would forfeit their second and fifth round picks in next year's draft with the rotation coming in fo- into focus the mets could next look towards center field and possibly of re-signing brendan Nimmo, which i will talk about in a future episode who met with suitors at the winter meetings the mets have remained in contact with Nemo's camp but did not meet with him this week uh let's see what else we got to talk about um let's see what else we got to talk about here in regards to the Mets um oh boy so let's see let's see let's see regarding the Mets let's see um yeah, already talked about that. Um, let's see. Yes, so the Mets were wise. Um, of course, obviously. The New York Mets saw one of their own free agents sign with a division rival on Tuesday night. Starting pitcher time on Walker signed a four-year um Seventy-two million contract with the Philadelphia Phillies, according to ESPN's Jeff Passan, and what is a shakeup in the free agent um starting pitching market. But initial reaction around Twitter is that the Phillies came across as desperate for pitching, for starting pitching, and the Mets were wise not to show him the money for what is worth mlb trade rumors of course rumors in the air predicted walker would get a full year um 52 million contract so walker got 20 million dollars more than predicted which not only signals that the starting pitching market is thin but teams that are going all in are willing to overpay to get the help they need the first thing I rushed to on the web upon Jeff Passan's announcing this signing was his baseball um, savant rankings from his two seasons as a Met. And yikes was my reaction with respect to the $18 million per season he's getting from Philadelphia. The Mets should be thankful that he was more lucky than good in his two seasons in Flushing, especially last year. He finished at the 28th percentile in average exit velocity, 26th percentile in hard hit percentage, um, and 30th percentile in width rate. Walker's normal um, numbers were better last season in Flushing, um, 12 and five, 12 and five record, 3.49 rate. 111 um era plus 2.93 strikeout to walk ratio then in 2021 where he appeared to lose confidence in the second half of the season and struggled to a 4.4 47 era a 90 era plus and a 7 7 11 record the key to his success last year was limiting the damage and getting out of gyms, he held his opposition to a point. 143 batting average, 7 for 49, with two outs and runners in scoring position in 2022. These numbers are difficult to carry over from one season to the next. The Mets made a similar smart call last season, not re-signing Marcus Stroman. Um, Marcus Stroman was a dependable, reliable number two starter for the Mets for much of the 2021 season, pitching to a 3-point 0-2 era and a 133 era plus in that campaign but he signed a three-year 71 million dollar deal with the chicago cubs last winter many considered that an overpay given that analytics didn't support such an investment it wasn't until the cubs fell out of playoff contention after the all-star break that Strawman settled in and pitch well with the cubs so this is another sign that the new look met's front front office is only willing to invest in premium talent and analytics supported it like they did with max scherzer last winter and justin verlander this week and the win now model while retooling the farm system is a good strategy even though the Mets season ended earlier than than anyone anticipated um yeah and um let's see so max sure's potential op out so hold on a second let me see if i covered everything before i go on let me see if i cover yeah um yeah i already told about that so so yeah there is going to be all right so so now that jacob DeGrom, now that jacob the Grum has used his op out to escape new york let's flash forward 11 months when the Mets probably will, will be facing the same situation with max scherzer if your your first instinct is to think why Deal with that now when the when the when the grand pain is still fresh for the franchise and its fan base. Then no, this is a current issue for the Mets unless they would like to make reconstructing a rotation as annual as tradition as say Thanksgiving. Scherzer can opt out. Carlos Cookie Carrasco is a free agent after 2020. Three season. Both McGill and David Peterson are still trying to prove they are legit. At least back as starters, the farm system might be closer to delivering some starting pitching in 2024, but it is no certainty. Thus, the the Mets are head, heading um towards a scenario that looks very um much like this one, uh, uh reassembling an entire. An entire pitching staff noting um no notably a rotation in which the ground chris bastard tyron walker and even trevor williams were or are free agents so as the mets pursue starting pitching this off season they must emphasize more than just 2023 i think they should be all in on justin verlander uh might that mean a two-year even $90 million contract, maybe. Perhaps it will take three years and Verlander turns 40 in February. But he is coming off an AL Cy Young season. And quite frankly, I think he is a better bet for two or three years than Grom, or five for five, and Carlos Rondon for at least five. He has, along with Scherzer and Gerrit Cole, and Garrett Cole, excuse me, that obsessive pitching gene to keep learning and evolving and reshaping his pitches and repertoire I never sensed. For example, that DeGrom um, has close to that same burning passion for the craft, and it makes me wonder about his adaptation as he ages further. Verlander would continue to give the Mets a dynamic one to punch at top the rotation with Scherzer, obviously with a lot of age risk, and also provide with health a 2024 ace if Scherzer does opt out and leave. And if he finishes upright in 2023, Scherzer will opt out. He does not want to exit New York with the with the fervor of the grom i sense in fact that scherzer likes the day-to-day urgency of the place but he does want to want the top of the market like the grom just got there was no more um, strident player during collective bargaining negotiations than scherzer none who wants to see what a true unfettered market would bring players and if verlander is going to at least threaten to top Scherzer's record annual value of forty three point three million dollars entering his age forty season then a healthy scherzer completing his age 38 season in 2023 will either move Steve Cohen to extend him or go out into free agency to chase the upper end of the market for the third time his career The thing is that even if the Mets say pace just Scherzer and Verlander $80 million plus in 2023, they still have to invest even more into the rotation and not just for 2023. In part, that is about not having strong internal um, options. McGill, Peterson, um, at least, sir with hernandez and joey lachessi are controlled beyond 2023 but there is even a sure 150 inning starter in that group much less two or three um according to mlb.com the mets top seven prospects are all position players and the site does not expect the arrival of their top three pitching prospects Blake Tidwell, Calvin Zeigler, and Matt Allen before 2025. So the Mets have to find innings in the market for 2023 and beyond. The player who, pro- who probably projects best to that is Bassett, but word is that the righty who turns 34 in february also is looking for five years as one pitching interested um executive said of bastard because of his age he knows this is one this is his one shot to maximize his dollars so does asking for five years lead to bassett getting four do the mets push to push to do that because even with the poor ending in 2022 the, right, the Roddy was their most reliable starter. Do the Mets try to retain Taiwan Walker, flip Jameson um, Talon to the other side of the RFK bridge, um, push hard for Japanese star Kadai Senga, reunite Andrew Hiani with one, his one-time Angels GM Billy Epler, J- try to play the upside with Ross Stripling or perhaps even go for North Guard Um, There also is the trade market. Would Miami keep Pablo Lopez in the NL East? Miami appears open to discussing any starter not named NL Cy Young. Winner, Sandy Alcantara. Seattle's Marco Gonzalez and Oakland's Cole Irvin are lefties who eat innings, but lack the strikeout on um, Panache that Appler favors would a reclamation project with strikeout stuff such as Toronto's. You say Kikuchi be intriguing with the downside, perhaps as, as a swing and miss lefty reliever. Shit. <laughs> Cleveland is open to its rotation back and of Aaron um, Savelle and Zach um, Plesak. Before even getting to a bullpen, uh, that also needs a lot of refurbishing behind the resigned Edwin Diaz. The Mets need at minimum to add two more starters this off season, perhaps three. And considering what they face after the coming year, the Mets need to max effort to start as starters that can help beyond 2023 all right let's see if we covered all the bases today in this episode i want to make sure want to make sure that uh want to make sure actually so um okay okay so we covered the basis in today's episode um i do appreciate every single one of you who actually listened to this episode um who listened to this episode actually so um without further ado um we're gonna go to um the last segment of the night the last segment of the night is stream choices on the go let's let's go yes you know what to do folks for, for those for those of you that's into sports and stuff like that you like what you heard in today's sports topics of today's episode 43 titled New York Mets got their pieces back um yeah so um let's get into it um so make sure you follow excellent fun vibrant talks podcast on instagram uh, which is what tlks stands for um and um also follow my review show meticulous vibrant juice podcast and also my number one show with 214 episodes off the meat rat chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram and of course be sure to follow your your homie right here um g money stacks g money stacks um in 555 in queens new york yes g money stacks five fifty five in queens new york is where you can follow me on the primary handle and make sure you turn on your notifications for details and updates on when each episode is going to be dropping and of course be sure to tune be sure to um tune into the instagram live feed on the podcast show page is where i'm going to be doing my instagram live feeds for each episode whatsoever that's the only time i'm doing um that's the only time i'm doing um instagram lives so that's the only time i do that so um, without further ado, listen, be sure to go to the link and bio on the gram that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, of course. And be sure to um, follow on every streaming platform. Make sure you um, subscribe to all the, all the streaming platforms whatsoever. Um, and you can leave a voice message on anchor.fm slash um zero slash message. All right. And speaking of Anchor, let's go into it. So we are on Anchor FM, Audible, Audacity, Amazon Music Breaker, Castbox FM, Deezer, Listen Notes, Moon FM Podcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podfriend, Podorama. Pado Polo, Podcast, Podcast Index, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Podverse, Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, Google Podcast. And make sure and don't forget to and don't forget to listen to the the episodes of the sports edition show of Excellent Fun and Vibrant Talks Podcast on Radio Public alongside with iHeartRadio the number one effort um music radio and podcasts. You don't need a credit card or debit card to actually download iHeartRadio or any other apps whatsoever. It's all free in your app stores. Of course you can download it to your your iPhones, your Androids, iPads, and your Android tablets. And and make sure and also Plus, follow my other two podcast shows that I'm also on iHeartRadio, which is Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast Review Show with um 101 episodes. I am going to post episode 101 after I get off the air. And of course, be sure to follow off the meat rat chains New York podcast. Also on iHeartRadio as well. And of course and of course make sure you grab that subscribe button on the youtube channel page of excellent fun vibrant talks podcast click on the noni noni bell so you can be reminded when the show goes in the air via live stream alongside with leaving a like and a comment along with the sports topics that's being discussed and um more for your content upcoming episodes previous episodes, download these episodes share the episodes share the videos make sure you sh- make sure you stream listen watch the episodes of course be sure to be sure to tell a friend to another friend spread the word word of mouth is important and of course be sure and applaud and of course plus um plus be sure to share the podcast along with um the link that says linktree slash excellent fun vibrant talks podcast with your husbands your wives your boyfriends girlfriends your friends the people cool with that's also into sports and stuff and and yes like i always say at the end of the show be sure to Be sure to know that the grind doesn't stop. So remember this. And also, New York wasn't built in a day. You want to, if you want something, you have to work hard and you have to earn it. And also, and and be sure to um, find something that that clicks to you with a spark um that makes you happy and makes you smile creatively mentally physically and spiritually that gets you into your zone alongside with tunnel vision all right that's gonna wrap up for me right here I'm your man G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in and rocking with me on episode 43 titled New York Mets got their pieces back. And and of course there's going to be more new sports topics um of course coming up next next time and the upcoming episode 45 is where I actually going to go over um brandon nimble um returns to the mets um and all that other stuff so um i appreciate every single one of you who listened who actually tuned in and also um let me go over um i want to go over something actually um because this is pertaining to spotify Wrapped. I want to actually um get to this so let's get to it right now actually so we're gonna to get to it right now actually um i'd like to thank spotify for making this for me so i'm for those of you who may not know what i'm talking about here every year when it comes to podcasters there's always um a little little something something like a video or whatever like a a a a presentation in terms of um how many um how many um episodes or or whatever so um let me just um get to it right now so so of course excellent fun vibrant talks podcast the sports edition show of course 29 episodes 2.8k minutes two countries and so far um created um two a's uh what what our excellent fun vibrant talks podcast sports edition um listeners like exactly and this is um the answer is the adventurer listeners personality your listeners venture out into the unknown searching for fresher podcasts and and gems yet to be found and of course and of course um episode five new york mets got their infielders back um and it is 100 more streams than your average episode and your podcast loves to travel your top country was united states and so far Um, so far we created 2,846 minutes of new content. That's more than 91% of other creators in the sports category. So I want to give myself a round of applause for the accomplishments that I actually did in this episode and in this podcast and other podcast shows. So I would like to say thank you to Spotify rap and alongside with anchor and everybody else who actually um put this together i appreciate you um let me just give my let's make some noise man for excellent fun vibrant talks podcast meticulous Juice podcast and off the meat rat chains new york podcast that also made it to spotify rap 2022 um so let's get so let's get it man Thank you. Thank you so much, man. This really means a lot to me, man. Y'all could have been anywhere in the whole world to listen to other people's podcasts, but y'all chose to listen to the sports podcast platform right here. Alongside with my other podcast shows that I just mentioned, Meticulous Vyjuice Podcast Review Show, and of course, um, um, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast, along with the episodes that um was created I love y'all for all this and I hope we can continue more to do this thank you so much to Spotify and anchor for creating this whatsoever I do I do appreciate them for doing this they didn't give up on me and a lot of you out there the, the people out there who listened and stuff like that didn't give up on me um regardless of whatever views it is or whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. If it it, it takes time to grow your stuff, man, you know, you know what I'm saying? It really takes time. So, like, (laughs) so, you know, I'm going to keep the good work, man, and I'm going to keep going. Because I like to say to my sister who believed in my career in podcasting, she didn't give up on me. She knew I was going to be consistent it's it's a consistency thing man and lost our confidence and i really appreciate that so i really this one is a shout out to my sister Mimi and along with other people thank you very much for believing in me when no one else would so thank you so much and thank you out there for tuning in to to this show right here in sports and other shows that i do so i really appreciate y'all i love y'all peace and one love and and i'll be back with the next episode and the episode after that involving brandon nimmo returning to the mets which i'm happy for we'll break that down in episode 45 and of course stay tuned for the next um topics in episode 44 and 45 so 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 um don't go anywhere peace and one love and have yourselves a good night folks peace out thank you very much for spotify one love good night Hey guys, G Money Stacks here. You like what you heard? I need your help on some things. Go to the YouTube channels like Excellent, Fun, Vibrant Podcast Sports Edition Show, G Money Stacks 555, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast by grabbing the subscribe button, enable alerts with the notification bell, leave a like, comment on the episodes, including the topics, and much more. Plus, you can catch up on the episodes on streaming platforms, including YouTube, by going to the link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Make sure you follow on Instagram, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast, alongside with myself, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking with me and listening to the episodes. Peace and one love.